Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Dave, congrats to Taylor Swift. I'm winning the Super Bowl. That was great. <laughs> she uh, played her heart out as far as I could tell. My, you know what? I, I'll say this. My, I will thank Taylor Swift because I have never watched a lot of football with my 12-year-old daughter. We're gonna, we we are going to cut this out of, football of We're going to take that out of context and just have you saying, I've never watched a lot of football. Well, that would and be true, just, too. <laughs> Not really. Into no, it. we got to watch the game yesterday. She was yeah, totally into wonderful. it over time. And that was why she, she was into it, because of Taylor? Oh, yeah. She yeah. knew two people on the field, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and that was it. Great. Fun. Yeah, she so was, what? It, she was very stressed out uh, in, in overtime. She <laughs> yeah? was pacing back and forth through the living room. Well, the NFL scripts this perfectly, so you knew Kansas uh-huh. City was going to win it. <laughs> All you know what well, if now, they scripted, I'm fine with that. Like, well, the NFL, you know. but also didn't didn't McCole Hardman during when he was on the Jets for Hard Knocks didn't the the the, the psychic tell him he was going to win the Super Bowl? Whoa, that's what's going around right now. And I and now I didn't watch it, but I, I did, heard I people say that 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 during Hard Knocks when he was with the Jets because he started the season in New York that they predicted he would win the Super Bowl. Is it now we? She may have done that for everybody. Well, anyway, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Is it good or bad for sports to have like a dynasty type team? Susie Jones was saying that to to her kid, this is sort of like what what the Patriots were like for our generation, right? Like annoying. It's like, oh, it's Tom Brady again. It's the Patriots. Is is this good or is it bad? That's a really great question. I I would say. Am I getting too philosophical about this the day well, after the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean, we could break no, we could break question. down the the new overtime rules if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> I I still think it's good for football be, because of the fact that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes because mm. he's such a big personality, um, and and so you know he brings in the masses. I, I'll say this: I don't think the NFL can do anything wrong. Honestly, it doesn't matter. They they are the only sport that can dominate the calendar all year round, regardless of who wins or loses. Would it be nice to see the Cleveland Browns or, say, the Minnesota Vikings win a Super Bowl? Absolutely. But I don't think you're going to lose viewership if yeah. the if it's the, the Chiefs going for a three-peat next year or, or going, you know, trying to do an undefeated season. Uh, Dave Schwartz is with us during the pregame the ad nauseum pregame, I flipped over to watch the Gophers, the men's basketball Oof. team, in Iowa. Yeah. And sometimes in basketball, you just go cold. But I have never seen a team that was shooting so well go absolutely cold in the, in the second half the way, the way the Gophers did against Iowa. It was terrible. They lost their heart and soul it seemed like you know they lose Darson Dawson Garcia who goes out 
in the first half, but they've had to play without him before, and they've done okay. And Iowa is, is not the powerhouse of the Big Ten. They used to be. In fact, they're behind the Gophers in the Big Ten. Yeah. So this is a very winnable game. Uh, it, it really it says a lot, I think, about what he means to the team, not just his play, but also in a larger sense of the locker room. But that just can't happen. You know, your, your coach has to be able to rally you and say, guys, shake it off and move on at some point. And, and, and against a team that they should absolutely have, have beaten in a stretch that is a pivotal stretch for them right now towards yeah. the end of the season yeah. if they want to have any hope of, of making the NCAA tournament. You know, Garcia was a part of uh, a team that is currently ranked number four in the nation uh, before he left the fine confines of Marquette University in Milwaukee. Oh. <laughs> so I'm he, not saying... Uh, I mean, what's know. the NIL money like out there? That's uh, that's yeah, the real question. I, I'm going to say it's almost certainly better than the NIL money at the uh, University of Than the of Dinky Town athletes or whatever <laughs> they're called? <laughs> Just... Just, buy your T-shirt now. So, buy your T-shirt. Get a better running back. That's the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twins Four traded Nick studio. Nick Gordon away for a reliever and sort of a arbitration fueled sort of two guys who weren't going to make their respective teams. As far as I can tell, Are, is there anything to be excited about with Stephen Okert? I don't know. I mean, looking at his stats, it's like, eh, another reliever. You can never have too many relievers. And if, if truly Nick Gordon uh, wasn't going to make a roster spot here or, or they didn't think he was going to push at least, yeah. if you're going to take the million bucks and, and you might as well throw it towards a relief pitcher where you might need him at some point in the season as opposed to a uh, infielder that's really not going to do much for you at, at the big club. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean Nick Gordon can't play baseball. It just means he's not going to fit here. He wasn't going to make go this else. team, right? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Right. I, who knows? I, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 Clearly, they thought that he could go. I mean, clearly, they thought they could be without him. Yeah. So, um, and, and it, that's not a huge price to pay. A million bucks isn't, isn't much in, in Major League Baseball. baseball so. no. What uh, but maybe when, he'll be he'll live somewhere else. When you see these, and I don't know that much about our, how these arbitration cases shake out, but it seems that the Twins have had pretty good luck winning arbitration cases, at least their last handful of them. Yeah, there's a formula to it, and and I'm not I don't know exactly what it is, but they they take basically like the average of a certain number of players at your position with your experience, and 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 I think they factor in stats, and then they come up with a number. And they can say, you know, they say this is what you're going to get, and they can he can say no, that, that's yeah. not okay with me, and they don't they go away. PJ Flack, uh, it was hot hot rumors that he was in the mix for UCLA for like th- this whole thing couldn't have played out better for PJ as far as I'm concerned. He gets mentioned with these other candidates for the UCLA head coach job. He gets to come out on Saturday. And say, absolutely not. I love being here. I'm staying here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, 
you have one day where you're like, well, is he just posturing? And then the next day, UCLA hires a, an alum. They get their own guy. And everybody had a good time. Everybody won. PJ looks like, oh, what a, oh, he wasn't even interested. Yep. Brilliant. And, and it's these types of things are almost always agent driven. And whether it was, and I don't, to be honest, I don't even know who they hired. Who did, who did UCLA end up hiring for the job? They hired whoever uh, it was. Yes, probably got Deshaun a a Foster. Deshaun there you Foster. Go. Deshaun Foster. So, so these agents, it's all back. You know, it's all backroom stuff. And and maybe PJ wanted it. Maybe he didn't. Maybe his agent was just putting it out there to say, hey, you know, next time around when his contract's getting closer, they have a good season, and he wants to uh, get another extension or get more money. Just listen to me. What, last time around, UCLA was interested, and PJ didn't want it. So you better pay up, or someone else is. And it's all a game. Now, was UCLA? Did they actually have any interest in PJ Fleck? I don't think it's the biggest stretch in the world, simply because of his persona. And I said this yesterday: you may doubt how he coaches sometimes on the field, but he knows how to get guys here. He can recruit, and he has elevated the Gopher program yeah. uh, just off the field, just the presence of it more than any other coach has in recent memory. All of those things together, you put them at UCLA where you probably have a better chance to, to pick off some better recruits simply by being in California, makes a big difference. Yeah, I, I this would have been a good job for PJ, UCLA, but like it could, it, well, not necessarily that better than the job he has now. No, and UCLA's coming to the Big Ten, and their athletic department has had some issues. They have lost money, I think it was each of the last five years, that this department is is facing a deficit. So Yeah, and they have no NIL. They they don't have Dinky Town athletes. Well, no, but we talked about this yesterday. They don't? It's a tough market. Imagine being like a— tough market. Yeah, trying to to recruit for for, uh, NIL money for college kids in L.A. Good luck. If you're a car dealership trying to get a quarterback in this town, you got two choices, right? Yeah. You got Kirk Cousins or whoever's going to start for the Vikings, and then you got to go to the Gophers. If you're in LA, you've got USC, you've got UCLA, you've got the Chargers. There, there's any number of, of options for you, so it is harder to get deals out there. Yeah. I think, it's, and it's a, just a bigger star-studded town. I mean, already the head co- the the article in the LA Times is, you know, ripping. On the guy they coached, or the guy they hired. So, like, that would have been... Welcome to L.A. Right, right. I mean, this guy uh, they hired had never been a head coach before. So, you know, there you go. Well, but now neither did, if I remember correctly, Antonio Pierce, who's now uh, the, Ve- the the head coach at Vegas, in Las Vegas. Uh, but he played, and Deshaun Foster played. Yeah, so. same thing. Like, he's a legend in UCLA yeah. football history. So you think, well, maybe if you can connect with players, maybe... You can strike gold. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. And, and Most people don't. A, so, you know, what are you going to do? It's an interesting time, too, because they switch over to the Big Ten next yeah, exactly. year. So that's going to be – that's also – it has its own opportunity with it. Very good. Dave, nice to talk to you. Next week we'll, we'll be in Fort Myers. Oh, you will. You'll be in Florida next week, won't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh. Listen, well, just, we can just talk try to, you from to persevere. There, yeah, we, can you, still, we can still talk to you from Fort Myers, so why don't you plan just, on being with us again next Monday? I hope the two of you take care of yourselves down there, get some rest, uh-huh. and just try to persevere through a tough That's week. That's nice. Thank you. We're really nervous about the workload. I hope you get sunburned, both of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Such a jerk. Goodbye. Clip that for your for my open next time. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. See you guys. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.